Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nani Camille, and as always, I am so grateful, thankful, and excited to have you here. I'm noticing lately, you know, this has actually been probably for a much longer time than lately, I talk quickly, sometimes I talk very quietly, and sometimes I talk too fast, and so I, I am now learning to slow down a little bit. And I actually would like to take a masterclass on public speaking. I don't know if there's somebody in masterclass that teaches that. I know that there's a lot of authors. My other thought was something like Toastmasters, but I'd like to start with masterclass and go ahead and watch somebody on speaking because I, I personally would like to be a better speaker. I would like to be a better orator, better storyteller. I feel like I'm a decent one, but I feel like that's an area where I could get better. So I'm learning, hopefully you guys will notice, to take breaths. I'm learning to notice my words and to just allow for pauses instead of having fillers like, um, like, like (laughs) things like that. So I'm trying very, I'm, I'm being very conscious and yes, (laughs) it's tricky. You guys learning anything, doing anything new is tricky. And that's a lot of what this podcast is about is helping you help yourself through the trickiness. When we're in transition, when we're creating new things, when we're creating new results, when we're becoming someone we haven't ever been before, it's going to require doing things we've never done before, which inherently is uncomfortable. And I think we forget that sometimes. I know that I forget that sometimes. I want everything to be easy and lovely and Yes, I'm all about having fun on our way to getting what we want or creating what we want. But I think part of that is the reality that sometimes part of the fun is uncomfortable. Being a life coach for me is fun. I love coaching. I love doing this podcast. And there are things that are uncomfortable. There are times when I have to re-record this because I don't like the way something sounds. There are times I don't want to even record the podcast because I understand that it's not just reporting the podcast and it goes out to the world. I have to put it into my editing app. I still edit my own podcast. So I have to put it into editing and then I have to bring it up to Buzzsprout. There's a process, right? And then upload it and then talk about it because if I don't talk about it, then people don't know about it. People can't come. So there's a whole process. I love podcasting and there are parts of it that are uncomfortable for me. But when I think about the discomfort, first of all, I have some options. A, I can hire somebody. I can always just hire someone to help me out. B, I could change my mindset about it. C, I could do a little bit of both, right? I could decide that even though I'm uncomfortable, yes, it's a thousand percent in alignment with who I'm becoming. The person I'm becoming and and the best version of myself that I imagine is a confident, competent life coach who holds a podcast, who hosts a podcast that helps people, that reaches lots of people, that it helps people help themselves and improve their lives. And in order for that to happen, I have to not only record it, but I have to create it. And so I can it's having your own back, right? It's having your own back in the discomfort. Check in, where's your discomfort coming from? Are you having your own back in it, right? That was a whole tangent, you guys. Welcome to the podcast. It's not even what we're talking about today. Today, we're talking about why you should be the boss of your brain, or rather, why you should care why you could care. You know, I don't like to shoot on you. Why you could care about being the boss of your brain. Why it might be important 
to consider being the boss of your brain, meaning doing thought work, right? Last week, we talked about thought work. Last week, we talked about different ways to self-coach and different affirmations you can use to help yourself overcome resistance, overcome that discomfort. This week, we're talking about why, because often you can hear, yes, all the tips. This is how you do this, and this is how you do that, but until you have a reason as to why, you're not going to change your behavior. That's what I get a lot of times. A lot of coaches get that's a very uh, common question is, why am I not changing? I know I want to change. How come I'm not making the changes I want to make? Because you're comfortable where you are. It is too uncomfortable for you to make a change. Your brain's like, why would I go through that discomfort? Why? Go back to the podcast example. Why would I go through the effort of recording it, editing it, uploading it, paying for a database to hold all my podcasts so that I can be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify? Why would I go through all of that discomfort? And that's what I mean about checking in. Is it in alignment with your best self? For me, my why is because I want to help people help themselves. I want to, that's like, that's the heart of it. I can't, that's all I need to say about it. And that's enough for me for my why for me to go through the discomfort. And so you have to check in with your why. So that's what we're talking about this week is why self-coach? Why even take the time to have affirmations? Why take the time to be mindful? And I have four reasons for you all this week of why we want to be the boss of our brain, why we wanna self-coach. Here's the first one. Your life is a result of your beliefs. If you've been with me for a while, you've heard me say this before, Why be the boss of your brain? Because your life is a result of your beliefs. So in being the boss of your brain, that means that you know what's happening in your brain. You know what you're believing. You're shifting your beliefs that you don't want to believe anymore. You're fine-tuning beliefs that you may not be serving you anymore. And you're believing on purpose the beliefs, the thoughts that do serve you. For anybody that's new here, when I say belief, a belief is just a thought you think again and again. That is it. I think sometimes we can get very spiritual with belief, and you absolutely can. But just on a very basic level, what is a belief? Is a thought you think again and again. You believe you can tie your shoes. Why? Because you thought the thought, I can tie my shoes, and you just do it, right? If you're above the age of 16, it is probably likely, and living in America, it is likely that you believe you can drive a car. Why? Because you've thought the thought, I know how to get in my car, buckle my seat, right? It's, it's now subconscious for you, right? And so a belief is just a thought you think again and again. And so why do we want to be the boss of our brains? Because you are driving your life based on your beliefs. And so it's important for us to know what's going on in there. What am I believing? Because my beliefs are driving the results of my life. Here's an example. If you believe you're, quote, never going to figure it out, how does that make you feel? Grumpy, frustrated, behind, annoyed, sad, depressed. And when you feel that way, what kind of action do you take from that place? How do you show up? Right? If you truly believe you're never going to figure it out, how do you show up? you're probably not going to show up in the way that you actually want to because the belief, the thought is, it's never going to happen. I'm never going to figure it out. And so this is why it's important for us to look at our thoughts and be honest with ourselves. Am I thinking this thought? It's never going to happen for me. It's never going to happen for me. Are you thinking that thought? And with mindfulness, again, awareness without judgment, we're going to look at that thought. And if you are thinking it's never going to happen, do you want to keep believing that? Because it's a choice. It might feel very hard. We get to empathize with this. 
it might feel very hard to start believing it is going to happen for me after you've been believing it's never going to happen for me. We get to empathize for that. But what I want you to do is take your power back and recognize that if my life is a result of my beliefs, and I always say, take what sticks to you, leave the rest. So play with all of these concepts, try them out for yourself. But if you're walking around and believing it's never going to happen for me, notice the results you're creating from that place. What is the headline belief? I want everybody to check in right now. What is the headline belief that you've been thinking in your life? You know by how you feel and you know by the results that you're getting. What have you been believing about your life? This is why we want to be the boss of our brain. Know what's going on in there. Here's the second reason. Because when you're the boss of your brain, meaning you are choosing thoughts on purpose as often as we can. We're human beings and so our subconscious does kick in, which is beautiful. So that's why it's important for us to start to put in on purpose what we do want because as we start to build those habits, those habits become our subconscious, i.e. who we are, our personalities, right? And so if you're wanting, if you're noticing, I've been showing up as a grumpy person. I've been showing up as a negative person. I've been showing up as a person who doesn't believe in themselves, right? Check in. What do I want to think instead, right? Being the boss of your brain means deciding how you're going to think, deciding how you're going to feel and not being impacted, so impacted by everything around you. Just on a discovery call with hopefully a new client about this, about not being so swayed by your environment. We want to be open-minded. We want to hear others' opinions. We want to be able to have dialogue with others and I want you to be able to, in a moment where you don't agree with somebody, speak up for yourself, right? And that comes with being the boss of your brain, having your own back, putting thoughts in your brain that serve you and that serve your goals. So again, the second reason is you become the thermostat. You set the tone. When you are the boss of your brain, you set the tone for your mindset. You set the tone for how you feel. You set the tone for how you show up in the world, regardless of how people talk to you, regardless of the circumstances in the world, regardless of if somebody cuts you off on the road, regardless of if your teenager responds to you in a way that you didn't anticipate, you can still be calm, confident, wise, whatever it is that you want to be because you've decided this is the way I show up, period, right? That's what it means for us to be the boss of our brains, to be the boss of our lives, right? When we're the boss of our brains, we're the boss of our lives. We want to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. We want to set the temperature of our lives. That's why we want to be the boss of our brain. Here's the third reason. Why do I want to be the boss of my brain, the boss of my life, the boss of my thoughts? Because you improve your confidence. When you are deciding on purpose how you show up and then you do it, here comes our confidence equation. You're building trust right? And as you do that consistently, trust times consistency, you build confidence. When you say, I am an organized person, you've decided, this is the thought I'm going to think. I'm the boss of my brain. I'm the boss of my life. I've decided moving forward, I am an organized person. First of all, you need to define what that means for you. For some people, that means they've alphabetized their snacks in their pantry. For other people, it means that they've organized all their finances in a Google Doc. You have to define what that means. So if you've decided, I am an organized person, that is how I, that's the thought I'm going to put into my brain. That's what I'm going to decide. 
and that makes me feel expansive. I am organized. I've now decided what that means. As you follow through with that, as you actually follow through and organize your documents in a Google Doc or organize your car or have a chores routine that you've set up, as you start to follow through with it, your brain says, oh, look at you. You're saying what you did. I can trust you. When you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you break your trust with yourself. You stop being the boss of your brain. You let other things and other people and other influences curtail your path. Your brain says, well, I guess you're not the boss here. I guess they're the boss because you said you were going to do this and then you didn't, right? We have to build our own trust with ourselves. Our brains are paying attention to what we're doing. Our brains, if you say I'm going to be, you said our New Year's resolution said I'm going to be organized and did nothing, did nothing to change your behavior. Your brain notices that. So then the next time you say, I'm going to blank, it says, well, are you? Because the last time you said you were going to do something, you didn't follow through. This is why we want to be the boss of our brain. This is why we want to get clear. What am I thinking? Am I following through? Yes, no, maybe. Okay, what do I want to do instead? Being mindful is being the boss of your brain. Being the boss of your life. Noticing your behavior with love, with compassion, with grace, not to judge ourselves, but just to notice. And, and notice, okay, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Do I like that? Do I want to change it? This is what being the boss of our brain, the boss of our life means. And by doing it, again, this number three is as we become the boss of our brain and we follow through with what we say, we say what we're going to do, and then we do what we're going to say, we improve our confidence, period. So if you want to improve your confidence, start being the boss of your brain, i.e. the boss of your life. Decide how you're going to think. Decide who you're going to be. Decide how you're going to show up. And then take action. Lean in. Take a small step. Take a doable step. I know some of you hear that and you're like, my best self does this and this and this. They program this and they do that. Great. Start there. Dump it all out. And then choose one or two things to start with. Don't do it all. Choose one or two things. My high achieving queens that are listening are going to want to do it all. But that's what gets you into all or nothing thinking. I have to do it all or none of it at all. Do one or two things. And I promise you by doing those one or two things that you haven't been doing before or that you used to and that you stopped doing, your brain is going to notice and say, oh, you are. We're doing it again. We're picking up momentum. Your job is to lean and give yourself some self-love and create some momentum. Do not get stuck in the all or nothing thinking. Here's the fourth reason why I want you to be the boss of your brain, the boss of your thoughts, the boss of how you're feeling. Fourth reason, it keeps you in the driver's seat, which for me means it keeps you in a growth mindset. I have absolutely and will be there again because it's life. I've absolutely been in a place where people have asked me, how are you feeling? I'm like, I am strapped to the top of the struggle bus. I am strapped to the top. Somebody else is driving. My ego is driving. I am strapped to the top. I'm feeling helpless and crazy. We have been there. But when I start to think on purpose, right? when I'm in a helpless place, let's go there for a second. When I'm in a helpless place, I'm thinking it's never going to happen. I'm behind. I'm stuck. It's not fair. Why is this happening to me? Those are the thoughts that are driving when I'm feeling helpless. But when I am the boss of my brain, When I'm in charge of what I'm thinking, I'm operating as my best self. Those thoughts are not allowed. What thoughts are not allowed? 
What thoughts are you no longer going to tolerate? Or what rather, what thoughts are when they do come up, you're going to say no thank you to? Because we're human beings and it happens. What thoughts are you no longer going to allow to run around your brain? That's what being the boss of your brain means. What are you no longer going to allow to run around in there? What do you want to think on purpose? How do you want to feel on purpose? By thinking on purpose and feeling on purpose. My guess, right, if you were to choose how to feel, nine times out of ten, you're not going to choose helplessness, despair. There are times where we are going to choose that. And I want to make sure we say that as well. Because there are times when we're sad. There are times when bad things happen in the world and we do want to be upset. Absolutely. We leave space for that. But on a day-to-day basis, when you're going after your goals, when you're going after what's important to you, if you were to ask your best self how you would choose to feel, most people would say motivated, connected, expansive. So what do you need to think in order to feel that way? What would you be thinking if you were feeling that way? Connected to your goals, on your way, like what you want wants you to. What would you be thinking and how would you be feeling? Being the boss of your brain means choosing thoughts that are in support of your goals and your best self. So there's your four reasons. Why? Why do I want to self-coach Nani? Why am I going to work on affirmations? Why would I hire a coach? Why is this important? Because when you're the boss of your brain, when you practice thinking thoughts on purpose that support you, your life is a result of your beliefs. So you start to change the results of your life. You become the thermostat. You set the temperature for your life when you choose your thoughts. You naturally improve your confidence because you are the boss of you. And you're saying what you're going to do and then you do what you say. That is how you build confidence. The fourth reason is it keeps you in the driver's seat. It keeps you in that growth mindset. Now, as always, we're not chasing perfectionism. We're not looking to be perfect humans who always think happy, uplifting thoughts. That is not what we're going for. Our lives are 50-50. Half the time you will think, I'm bored, I'm annoyed, it's not working. Half the time, hopefully a little bit more than half the time, we're thinking uplifting thoughts. This is not about getting rid of the negative feelings. It's about not living there. It's about getting curious about what is the negative quote feeling, quote, I'm sorry, quote negative, not over feeling. Air quotes in a podcast, that's tricky. <laughs> but it's about getting curious. What am I feeling and do I want to feel this way? Do I want to continue to think this thought? Is it serving me? I'm going to leave you guys with four thoughts to think on purpose for anybody that's like, okay, cool. I get it. I understand. I want to think thoughts on purpose, but I don't really know where to start. I don't even know what's going on in there. I would offer journaling. I love journaling. It's a really great tool to spend three minutes every single morning, afternoon, whenever it is writing out your thoughts without an agenda. This is how my day went. I hate that. I love my outfit today. This person, da, 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 da. just write it out. Just see what's going on in your brain. Just see what is going on in there. 
This could also be as simple as not playing the TV or music in the background. Often people will do this to get away from their thoughts and do what you need to do to serve you. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging that. But if you wanted to get in touch with your thoughts, turning everything off is a great way. You don't have to meditate. Just turn it all off and see what your brain does, see what your brain says, and see if you like what's going on in there. And if you don't, that's okay. You don't. A lot of us get afraid of what's going on in there. If I, if I lean in, I'm going to get sucked in there. An emotion needs 90 seconds to be felt, truly, right? So know that you can have your own back. You can feel all the emotions. It is safe for you to feel all of your emotions. I want to make sure we say that. Okay, so here are four affirmations for you, thoughts to think on purpose, giving you a a place to start if you don't have a place to start or giving you some more affirmations if you already have a bunch that you love. Here's the first one. Everything is working out for me. Everything is working out for me. And I have a question version of this one for anybody that just can't get on board with that right now. They're like, uh, excuse me, have you seen my life? Nothing is working out for me, actually. And me saying that makes me feel angry. That's fine. That's fair. Right. So here's the question version of it. What if everything is working out for me? What if even though I feel crazy and things feel crazy, everything is working out for me? What if it's possible for things to work out for me? I want to toss all of those to you. Everything is working out for me. What if everything is working out for me? What if it's possible that things could work out for me? That's the first one. Second one is. I have everything I need to be successful. I have everything I need to be successful. Again, if you don't feel like you can say this and it feels authentic or true, you could say, it is possible that I have everything I need to be successful. I believe that it's possible that I have everything I need to be successful. So always make these your own. An affirmation only works if you sincerely believe it. If you don't believe it and it makes you angry, it's creating the opposite effect. How you feel is everything, and I want you to feel good, right? Again, not all of the time, but when you're saying these affirmations, they need to resonate with you. They need to draw you closer to who you're becoming, right? Not make you feel further away from your best self. Always check in. Here's your last two. I am kind and organized. Now, I I chose some specific words that make me feel good. I would say substitute it with anything that feels good for you. I am friendly and happy, (laughs) whatever it is for you. I am resilient and on time. Whatever it is that you're wanting to cultivate more of, or it might be something that you already feel like you embody that you love. Affirmations don't always have to be something you're reaching towards. Affirmations can also just solidify what you already know to be true and already love, right? So I am kind and organized. Choose whatever fits, works best for you. Here's the last one. I believe it is possible for me to blank. I believe it is possible for me to blank. Whatever it is that you've been dreaming, I believe that it's possible for me to be a mom. I believe that it's possible for me to write a book and have a best-selling novel. I believe that it's possible for me to move to Uruguay. I believe that it's possible for me to blank. What comes up for you? What do you want to believe is possible for you? And I want you to notice any gremlins in your brain that say, ah, what, but notice those, write those down, write all those limiting beliefs down. Get curious about them. 
I'm not here to beat them up, but just get curious. Where did this come from? This belief that I can't do X, Y, and Z because I really want to. So what part of me doesn't think that I can? Get curious, lean in my friends. This is how we become the boss of our brains by not being afraid of our brains. Don't be afraid of what's in there. You are in charge, my friend. You are in charge of your beliefs. You are in charge of your thoughts. Okay, so get in there, get curious. What's going on in your brain? Do you like what's going on in your brain? If you do, great. Grab the thoughts you like that are going on and keep thinking them on purpose. And if you notice there's some thoughts in there that aren't serving you, that's great. That's totally fine. Notice them, say no thank you to them and replace them with something you'd like to think instead, right? If you're tired of thinking money is hard, money is scary, maybe you wanna play with money is fun. Money and I get along really well. I'm really organized with my money, right? Play with the different aspects of your life, right? Lean in, have fun with this. I truly do want you to have fun with this. And as always, my friends, if you would like to coach with me, go to nandicamille.as.me to schedule your free discovery call. All right, my loves, I'll see you next week. Hey friend, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love to invite you for one-on-one coaching. If you go to nandicamille.com and you click on discovery call, you can learn more about what it means to coach with me one-on-one, what it looks like to book a discovery call, and what it looks like to be coached. To know if working with me to help you accomplish your goals is the right fit for you and your family. I like to believe there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's only what's most in alignment for you and your goals. And as a coach, that is my job to help you better fine tune what is in alignment for you, help you take action, rewrite those limiting beliefs, and actually help you create the new results that you want to create in your life. It starts by feeling better though, right? The only reason you want those things is because you're tired of feeling the way you're feeling. If you're ready, I'm ready to help you feel better and create new results. Go to nandicamille.com to learn more. But if you're ready to jump right in, go to nandicamille.as.me. This information is also in the show notes. nandicamille.com to learn more. nandicamille.as.me to go ahead and book your first call. I can't wait to meet you.